If you're always searching for your next great adventure or seeking answers to complex questions, if you think of yourself as someone who takes charge, is there for others, breaks down barriers, or sees the world for what it can be, then you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets with these traits and others to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers. See yourself here. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves, that, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Man. Y'all brothers be. <laughs> good Wednesday morning. outlawed up in this bad boy. Right? Like, good Wednesday morning, man. I, I I, still think we need to do, we need to have, like, some place where listeners can go and listen to the, the breaks. <laughs> I did a show called The Breaks. I, I told you. Yeah. I could just leave one of the mics yeah, unmuted during the break. Oh, no, no. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. There's it. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on a Wednesday morning. Lots to talk about. 424-645-685. Start a heavy text line. Honda Lincoln hotline. You can text or call. Feel free. Hit us with a what up. Um, and then the live video stream. Start a Heyman. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Lots to spin. Um, we'll go to about 45 here. So uh, we can get all of our segments in. Rico will give us his what's up. Uh, he got his question today. I actually have one for him today. Ooh. Yeah, I have one mm. for you today that I'd like to start the show with. Usually, I don't even find my question until we get about partway through the I, show. I, I know. This is why, well, this is why I want to keep this. Why I wanna, no, but this is – we is can it leave okay. it. Okay. So I, and then Jay, Jay can answer the question if he knows it. It popped up today. How many quarterbacks <laughs> – Oh, here we go. How many quarterbacks <laughs> started three consecutive Super Bowls? How well, many Jim quarter- Kelly's one. Let's see if we can get let Jim Kelly is Jim one. Kelly's one. Three consecutive Super Bowls. Uh-huh. There are. There's more than one. There's only th- there's only three. If Mahomes oh, wins, uh, if Mahomes wins this year and goes what? Super Bowl, yeah. wins this week, maybe Mahomes, consecutive. Jim Kelly. Uh, that's two. Joe Montana. Mm-mm. Nope. No, because Joe Montana never Mm-mm. lost, and he never won three straight. Troy Aikman. No. Uh, oh, Terry Bradshaw. No, but they 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 both wore number twelve. I was just, oh, oh 12. Tom Brady. There's one. You got one more. Well, Tom Brady. Uh, he wore number twelve. That's Jim the, Kelly. The, the, Jim Kelly. Twelve. And 12, another twelve. 12. It's There's another, another twelve. Bob Greasy. Bob Greasy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> people. Were, hey, b- Bob Greasy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, people what? forget how how cold Bob Greasy was. Bob Greasy was a man from Purdue. Like he was a man. He went to Purdue. Like Bob Greasy. But he was, went to Purdue though. Yeah. Well, but that's. The dude was a but killer. But I guess Roger Starbuck went to what Army? Naval, no, he went to Naval, Naval Academy. Academy. Yeah, my bad, my he bad. He was a killer. He Drew does Brees look like it. Drew Brees went to Purdue. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm not a Drew Brees fan though. Greasy was a killer. Like, I do not recall good Bob, good Greasy. My like only if, memories of Greasy are bad Greasy. If I'm Bob Greasy, I'm venomous all the time because Marino gets more credit than the dude who led the only perfect team 
in history and started in three consecutive Super Bowls. Like, if I'm greasy, I'm he like Ray Finkel. I would have pictures of <laughs> Dan Marino up because like, Bob Dan, right? Like Bob Greasy was serious. So yeah, that came up uh, in a conversation. I, I, I it, 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 it a, struck me. Uh, right? Yeah, I never would have got the greasy one. Here, here's a question that I have, and it's just after watching. Um, well, it's two part question, and oh, actually, I'll just stick to this one. Is is after watching obviously the Bills game. And watching the first half, or actually in the Tampa, how the, the you know the game in Tampa ended, and throughout the whole year, have offenses. And I know the rules, and so look, I know the rules are everything's geared to make it easier and less uh, physical for the offense. So I understand that. But I'll ask this: Has offenses got so much better, or has defense and defensive coordinators gotten that much worse? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because some of the things that are happening have nothing to do with, like, plays. You know, running straight wide open between, like, two people, that doesn't seem like it's a, you know, anything that's, like, out of the ordinary type of play. You get what I mean? Yeah, so, and it's funny you bring that up because so the folks in Charlotte were, were, were talking about how the game has changed, how it's evolved, and why it's so hard to defend in today's NFL. Rule changes have sure, uh, which have, I, I'm right. more than more than recognizing. Right, rule changes have a lot to do with it. Um, the rules are 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 almost entirely offensive. Oh, they're all everything. Right, yeah, everything's offensive. So based. if all the rules are set for the most athletic people on the field that have the advantage because they know have advantage, going, right. Yeah. They know where they're going, and then coordinators have figured out, one, at in a highly skilled area. I mean, receivers, this is the most talented group of athletes the receiver position has ever had. Yeah, the depth of it. Right, is, depth, it is size, out of, out of, quickness, it, yeah, speed, yeah. all of those things is at the highest level ever. And the defensive backs have to now match that. But what coordinators haven't figured out is – you can't redefine space on a football field. Defense coordinator. Right. Yeah. You can't say I'm in the old days I could take a a corner and have him leverage a receiver out of the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't do you that. Can't do that anymore. Right. You can't do that now because yeah, physically it, you can't you can't get yeah, you can't physically it, move it, somebody. Yeah, especially at five yards and they'll call holding and I mean I just, I just, I, I totally agree. I think the rules are set up. It'd be very, very hard to play defense. But I also will say that the lack of coaching, all the way from grassroots to high school to college, of the fundamentals on how to play defense, is gotten worse because everybody's just looking at like, well, out, well, out athlete you. You get what well, I'm saying? Well, it's mm-hmm. seven on seven is affecting defenders yeah. more in defenders a and offensive light, line right in a negative light yeah because you're put seven on seven is for offensive skill players agree i, <laughs> I just think like that it, it's it, not I, there's nothing about it that you as a like if i'm a db coach yes they're going to get reps and getting used to recognizing routes and that sort of thing but in seven on seven with no real pressure quarterbacks have more time sure and Look, there's a huge difference between the amount of time in seven on seven versus live play. Oh yeah, I mean it's like night and day. But I, I just think that, like, I I would have loved to play receiver in today's rules 
Everybody would have. Where I wait a minute, I got time to put in an extra move. Like sure. I can double break you all the time. Right. And you can't grab. But, but oh my goodness. But like okay, so like the the receiver that uh, Renfro from the Raiders, yeah. or even like Cooper yeah. Cup. Cooper Cup's a bigger receiver, but it's yeah. a Renfro, right? Yeah. Like if you if you pass Renfro at High V, you wouldn't even you just walk right past him. But like when you see when he's running these different routes, like especially down in the red zone, they're within five yards. Not once is he getting jammed, right? No, yeah. Not once is he getting rerouted. Not once is he getting covered up by alignment. So that's where I'm going to ask, like, in in Lewis Reddick, who's probably the best. I don't. I'm still dumb dumbfounded. I'm sure ESPN's probably paying him enough that where you actually got to give him a real GM job for him to get out of the booth and off of you know he's doing Monday Night Football. I, I, he's phenomenal. Don't you think he's gone now? Well, I mean, heck, they said the Vikings is hiring their Right, guys. don't you think? Like, don't. I, well, I mean, the jobs are filling. The, so. the, the, the guy for the Chiefs just got a job, the Giants. So, I don't know wherever else <laughs> he could go. There's not any jobs out there, GM spots out there. But until he's gone, he's a guy that you actually – that actually watches football right. and talks about it in the real – so, when you see these things happening, it's like you're not – you show up at the stadium knowing if I'm covering Rico – I know he's at an advantage. That's fine. Right. But why am I going to give you an extra advantage by not even making it hard on you? Mm-hmm. I think there I think there's a lot more of that going on and then you see it at the worst times because you know, if you're if you're in a zero blitz, right? Say like just for Tampa, if you're in a zero blitz and I'm playing top down on safety on Cooper Cup, right? And he's on the inside. He's not running a seven round. He's not running a seven round. You know he's going to run a deep kind of like a I call it a soft post, like a deep, deep over route. Mm-hmm. So why aren't you often inside in a zero blitz? Why are you up on the line of scrimmage? Like, or why not up on the line of scrimmage? Why you you know that they got to get a they got to get a field goal? Mm-hmm. So why are you even closer to twelve yards? Because you can come down and make a tackle, and the clock is running, and everybody's going to be able to come out of coverage. Well, but he's the best yard after catch dude in the league. So okay, what, now, what, you're, but then you're just making my point. So yeah. what I'm saying is, so <laughs> is it the lack of and I do think the lack of attention to detail as an individual player, you get what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of times these kids, and this is a seven-on-seven seven thing where – or just the way that kids are these days, they're like once they make a play, I don't really you – know, yeah, I'm focusing on I made said interception, I had a big hit, I'm on ESPN versus, you know what, I'm doing whatever I need to do to But to isn't that management and coaching to keep players from having to focus on that stuff? Dallas put themselves – I mean, It is, but, right, but, right, but the, you the can't Diggs, – Once Diggs becomes the interception guy, he has to stay the interception guy because that's what you build and that's what you sold. But that's also what you scheme. That's what you scheme, but you seen when he went up against some dudes, he was getting. But that's what. But, but that's well, he was the interception go- guy, but he gave up the most yards. Right. Well, because he because he then he's, he's a, chances. He's then, a gambler, right? Then he became a gambler, and you created it. All you had to do was keep this guy true to what it was. You well, you still coach him the same, but I think also when you're out there, I mean, these are professional athletes; these aren't robots, yeah. so they're yeah. going to do making choices. Yeah. I just think that. If, and you hate to say it's not coaching. I just think that there, it's a these like again. There's guys that are athletes that don't necessarily love football enough to say, "I'm going to make the plays I need to make or I can make," but then I'm also going to make the plays in order to win the game. And that's the humbling part that you have to do to play football. It's no different than whose job is that? That's your job. You're first right, of all. So that really is that really is you're just professional. A, you're you're right. a professional athlete. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, 
coaching can only take you so far. You're individual. Like I said, if you could push the robot button to say play within the team, that'd be great. Um, but you see it like, you know, you got to be humble. Like, say, like when you're playing hockey, you you know, those guys that if you've ever watched a documentary that got to fight, they don't necessarily want to go and fight. They have anxiety about fighting, but they know that that's their job. They got to do it in order for it to get DP and you guys to get going on the second or third line to score some points um, or, you know, score some goals. And so I, it just baffles me that you get in there in these pressure situations where the offensive coaches are pretty much telling you what they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing you can do and you know what Matt Stafford's <laughs> And you know what Matt Stafford's going to do. You know what Patrick Mahomes is going to do. You know what Tom Brady's going to do, right? And if you want to really flip the example of you remember when the Patriots beat the Chiefs at the Chiefs a couple years ago in the AFC Championship with Brady, and then they end up being the beating the Rams. Yep. Okay. They were talking about Gronk hadn't done anything all game. Mm-hmm. When it came money time, they split him out, and he ran a deep comeback first down. Mm-hmm. Put him at tight end touchdown. Did you not? Do, do people not understand that when people in under pressure, situa- pressure situations, who are you going to throw the ball to? Your best guy, the guy that you know that's going to make The guy you trust. Right. So if I'm a defensive coordinator, why not do that? You know how Bill Belichick, is, their defenses have been so well, so well, a well-oiled machine when they are talented, when they aren't, is because they take away, generally, your best option. When you see Bill Belichick mic'd up and he says, well, the surface is slippery, they like to run in-cutting routes on, the, on, the, on slippery surfaces we take away the inside routes and we stop the run or set the edge or whatever we win the game if they and then he says if they beat us on out cutting routes and we don't set the edge that's okay we'll just take the loss and then go to the next week mm-hmm. so he so what he's done what Bill Belichick has done what people don't understand he's he's really showed up and got his guys to understand we take away their strengths or beat them at their strengths or not let that be an advantage for them mm-hmm. And make them beat us. And people are thinking like he's done something that's not great. Like I'm saying, I'm saying this without taking. I think he's the greatest football coach of all time at the NFL. Level. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from him, but he he's done a really good job of kind of getting everybody to think that he has this like magic sauce. Well, he does less better. But he what does he does less is better than everybody. But else. But he, simple things. He makes you do the simple things that it makes it look routine, and then he gets guys to buy into it. What he really does is he demands you. If you don't love football and you're not all about winning, then you're gone. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what he's done better than anybody else because he coaches Tom Brady as hard as the greatest quarterback of all time as he coaches him as hard as he would a street free agent that's just in in for when mini camp mm-hmm. tryout. So, when you step in there, and then what he does is he has his biggest stars like Tom Brady, Harrison, Ty Law, Willie McGinnis, Gronkowski, they all love, they they all want to win. They'll sacrifice to win. So how are you going to come as a rookie and be like, you know what, man? You know it's it's uh, ladies' night on Monday. I think I'm gonna go down to New York City and I ain't gonna study. I'll just go do my thing. That that was that was the thing in Washington that, that was learned early. You would hear Art Monk, uh, Joe Theismann say, "Listen, I would show up at Redskins Park at you know six in the morning, and when I got there, Joe Gibbs was was there." In parking the same, lot full. In the same parking lot spot, the light was never off. He says, no matter what time you drove by, by by the office, Joe Gibbs's light was on. He says, and so I can't go and just wreck it. Like I'll start. We'll do. They had a little club 
you know, a little shed. They'd go and drink beer until they'd fall over. But then they'd get there early and work it off and get get. He said, "I can't be the guy that lets the guy who sleeps here twenty four hours a day down." You know what you don't want to be. I can't walk in. You don't want to be the last guy walking in the locker room. Mm -hmm. That's what if I had a. Mm-hmm. The that's thing good. that we talked that's about good. in the that's crossover, good. you don't want to be the last. You don't yes. want to be the guy as we're walking to meetings that you're rushing in to change into your Husker gear, or you're just rushing that's in gold. to drop your wallet off, and then you're the last guy to the meeting. That's gold. You don't want to be that guy. Like that's coaching gold. Right. Like if, that, that, if, that's, that's that's cultural. If you goal. ever want to like Coach Osborne and those guys, what we really did is we had good enough leadership that we that we policed ourselves and we didn't want to let each other down. Yeah. So they got to do a lot more of sitting around in there and looking at, oh, well, we need to, in this game, we need to run these plays to attack this weakness of this defense alignment, da-da-da-da-da, because we don't have to worry about guys working hard. We don't have to worry about holding each other accountable. It was truly holding each other accountable. It was the first time um, I got to sit in with Don Capers and the Panthers. And the first thing that Dom said, they were playing San Francisco on a four, on a Monday night. And this is when both teams were at top of the West. And Dom Capers walked in, and the very first defensive question he with the group he asked was, what are we taking away? Like, that was the tone yeah. setter for the entire week. And he's like, what are we going to – are we going to take away Rice? Are we going to yeah. take away Ricky Waters? What are we taking away? And that set the tone for the entire. Right. That's when you know. Yeah. That's when you know. You yeah. know, if you really want to know how engaged your team is, go and ask your like backup or like co-back, like the the guys that are second or maybe third on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? To be honest with you, you those guys need to be just as engaged as the starter. Because say Rico's the starting receiver, and I'm I only play like a little bit, right? But mm-hmm. we play the same position. So as you're out there running routes, I'm, when you come off, you need somebody to talk to. Hey, what'd you get on that when you ran that bang eight? You know, oh, they were playing a little bit of cover three, so I cut it a little short, right? Because I wanted to get in between the, the corner and the safety. Or was it a fire zone? Yeah, on the fire zone, you know, I ran a little bit of niff route on that outside linebacker. Do you see me dice him up? Yeah, but guess what? Next time you run it, they look like they might run a little bit of cover four, so you actually got to stretch it into the inside linebacker or the down safety because you're going to have to, you know, take up the cushion behind those are the type of things you need the greatest in-game management is with quarterbacks and or whatever group you're in yeah when you come off the field and the coach gets you together and the question that is always that has to be asked first is what, did you what do you see what do you see what did you see what do you see <laughs> what do you see and if you're struggling what are you feeling yep, yep. you get what i'm saying yep and those are the type of things that and it's not a you know like granted yeah you're gonna do a lot of rah-rah but you want Look, man, it's stressful out there, what and you, you have see? to have a clear mind so we can communicate clear. So then I, because you never know, it might be sudden change, right? You might only have a little bit of the, you know, what you got over there, the 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 uh, little dranky drink, little, little, little bubbler, little, little bubbler, right? You only get one swig. You might have been thinking you four sudden change, helmet on, and as you're going, hey Rico, hey, you wa- better know what he knew, right? Mm-hmm. Hey Rico, watch for this, and yeah. then if you're out there and you might get the time. Then you got to be able to communicate with hand signals, right? So that's when you got to. When you talk about all in, it's just not the starters. It's just not the guys that play like nickel or dime. It's it's it, when you roll when when you roll up to the stadium, especially if you go to Wisconsin Ohio State, it's a hundred guys plus the the equipment staff, mm-hmm. medical staff against mm-hmm. everybody waiting for you. No, but I'm saying that's the <laughs> we have to all be on moving forward. Yep. 
So Yep, glorious. We'll throw it to break. Uh, old school. Rico will Uh-oh. tell us what up. What's up, Rico? Yeah, he look a little tired this morning. We'll you battling? That. We'll do look, that. Look at yeah, you see, you, you, the kids won last yeah. night. Yep. All right, we'll throw it to break. More old school when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.